Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. My name is Corby LaCroix, and the song you're hearing right now is called Great and Mighty One, available on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your music. But for now, recording from the Unscripted Studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard, here's your host and my friend, Aaron Conrad. Great Redeemer, God of grace. All right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted, and uh, we literally just put this together in the last, I don't know, five minutes, ten minutes, hour, but uh, special Unscripted today. I've never had a guest with not a zoom background it's a real background so if you're seeing this on video my man's on the beach and there's waves (laughs) crashing behind him that's not one of those green screen videos like that's the real deal so uh corby thank you for the introduction on the audio as always uh welcome to unscripted from my studios here at the junction in old hilliard let me let my guest introduce himself and we will roll from there fantastic my name is trey etheridge and uh, i am the founder of men passionate about christ ministries and you're right. I am sitting in my happy place. I am at the beach and uh, try to spend as much time here as possible. I don't live on the beach. So I have to make a little bit of a drive to get over across the causeway. And uh, it's looking nice today because the sun is uh, high clouds. It's a little cool and uh, it's just phenomenal to be out and just kind of be in God's surroundings. So I appreciate you bringing me on board, brother. Well, you can literally hear the waves crashing in the background. So, and oh, spe- all right. <laughs> speaking of background, and that's a good thing. I think, although some people might be so soothed by it that they fall asleep, <laughs> hopefully we'll keep them awake during the episode. But uh, speaking of background, I, there's some construction going on, on the other side of the wall of my uh, of my studio here at the junction. So uh, I'm going to be off and on that mute button real quick. But it's crazy construction background. Whenever I do my podcast, it's always like the guy with the weed eater and um, (laughs) and you get halfway through and it's like, oh, man. All right. Right. Well, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. That's why it's unscripted. So uh, otherwise, I'd be Joe Rogan and number one podcast in the country. But uh, it's not. We both we both got high goals, bro. We both got high goals. We got high goals. So, all right, let's start at the very beginning. So introduction purposes, uh, you and I met. Uh, because of our common friend, Gary Miracle. Um, you reached out to me. Uh, you're a good friend to Gary, uh, as, as is, you know, as am I. Um, but uh, you reached out to me and your son. Um, through your son, we were able to do something for Garrett Walston of, of my diehard fandom, North Carolina Tar Heels. And uh, so that's where we kind of met. But let's go back to the beginning. Why don't you introduce yourself to everyone a little bit more? Tell us your story. And uh, we've got a lot to cover, man. We, there's uh, in a few um, short months, we've man, we've we've covered a lot of ground. So why don't you start I, the beginning? Well, you know, it's just so cool. I, I believe in what you're doing, and I, I think you kind of see what we do here. And I appreciate your belief and support in what we're doing. And you know, we're not we're not we weren't put on this earth to be alone mm-hmm. and accomplish things alone. So this is an amazing opportunity to be with your brother. Um, I. Uh, I got the story that's pretty all-American, grew up in an all-American family. I like to tell people that, you know, if uh, I'm dating myself, but those people that remember the show Happy Days, uh, my family was the Cunninghams and I was Richie and no big issues, didn't have much drama. It was being the jock and dating the cheerleader and all that stuff. And and, um, long story short, I became a Christian when I was 13 years old. 
at a summer camp in the Texas Hill Country, uh, where I grew up in Texas. And um, from that point forward, I just kind of tried to do life on my own and to give you the cliff notes of everything. And it all came crashing down on me about 10 years ago as I was, uh, I, had, I had lost everything. My business had collapsed. I had tried to fill myself with everything in the world but God, everything but Jesus, and everything just fell apart. My marriage, my relationship with my son, uh, my business, uh, I was broke. Uh, I had the sheriff's department knocking on my door with um, foreclosure papers. Uh, it, it was just the bottom. It was a pit that seemed so bottomless. I didn't know how I was going to get out of it. And um, I, uh, in the condensed version of my testimony, I came home one night. It was the summer before my my son's senior year of high school and he was being recruited uh he was a good athlete being recruited to play both college football and college baseball and he had some decisions to make and this was basically the summer before that senior season and um i dropped i with my son at some event and i dropped him off at home i said hey i need to run to the supermarket i'll be back later and i didn't come home mm. and i i drove for hours crying screaming out to God. Um, it wasn't long before that, that my wife came to me and said, I don't feel safe with you anymore. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't from a physical perspective. It was from a financial perspective. I, I made some horrible, horrible decisions that affected my family. And, um, and I kept them from her. It was, I, I totally kept secrets from her. I shouldn't have kept as far as our financial status. And um, she wanted to leave me. And I saw it coming. Um, business failed. Everything about me as a man. For, for, for a man, for, a, for, their, for their wife to come up to you and say, I don't feel safe with you. That's the stuff, brother, that cuts you. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's what we're built for is to protect. Mm-hmm. And um, in any case, I, I took that drive. Was gone a couple of hours screaming at God. Why did you put me here? Why aren't you answering my prayers? I've done these things, X, Y, Z, and pillar in my community and, you know, all this stuff. And I ended up at a rest area. And in my pickup truck, I had a hunting knife. Mm. And I just stared at that knife. And I decided I had made the phone call earlier in the day to my life insurance company that I had cleared the rider for suicide. And I was in a predicament, Aaron, where I was like, all right, do I slip my wrist or do I slip my throat? Mm. Well, it's going to be quickest, man. And that's how low it was. Wow. You, know even, you know what's even more screwed up? I actually thought, what's going to make the least amount of mess in this truck? Because my son's going to get the truck. Oh, my God. I don't want to leave a mess. And then it even got worse than that. In my mind, it was, mm. what's going to leave the worst, leave the most repairable marks. So my mom won't, won't see it while I'm in my casket. I mean, that's, man. that's where I was, man. And wow. I was in a lo- lonely rest area on interstate 95 East of Orlando and, um, screaming out. I had the deceiver in my ear saying they're better without, without you. They can use that money. Mm. Your son's going to go play college ball. You know, he's got a senior year of high school. They're going to be better off without you. And I was believing the lie. 
And I screamed out to God one more time and just said, I'm better off not being here. So here I come. Mm. And Aaron, at that moment, even though I confessed my, my belief in Christ when I was 13 years old, repeat, repeated a prayer from a pastor, you know, at the pulpit that I had no clue what it meant at that moment. Uh, you can call it, I heard the word of God, or I sensed the word of God, or popped into my head, whatever it was. The words came to me, who's going to watch Garrett, my son, play football on Friday night? Mm-hmm. You're going to need to be there on a Friday night. And it was really odd to me. And then the next things, the next things I felt and heard and sensed were, I've never left you. You can't leave your son. I've always been here. I just never reached out to him. Wow. <laughs> it was like the first, it was like I, I was reaching out to him. He's like, he, he answered the phone, Aaron, and looked down at me and said, dude, I've been waiting for a phone to ring. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where's you been? Right. I, I've, been, I've been watching you and it ain't going so good. You know, wow. I've been waiting for you to call, you know? Right. And, um, and this, <laughs> this sense of the yoke of Jesus and how it's light just started. I just felt things start, start falling off of me as I purged and I pretty much purged. I, you know, I like to say it was every sin I've ever committed in my life, but I know that's impossible, but right. I just, I just purged, you know, people I'd hurt what I'd done. Uh, people I'd stolen from, you know, and, and all of that, and just brought it right to the, right to the cross. Mm. And I just felt this cleansing start taking place. Right. And then, um, then an odd thing happened. My phone rang and I looked down and it was one of my best friends. And he uh, was a, a detective with the Orlando police department. And I dreaded answering the phone because all I felt was I answered this phone. And I'm just going to hear, what the hell are you doing, man? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I answered the phone and all I got was, hey, brother, I'm missing you right now. Wow. I know what, I know what you're going through. And we need to talk. Mm-hmm. But I can't talk to you like this. I got to see you face to face. So tell me where you are. I'm going to send a cruiser to come pick you up and it's going to be all right. Wow. And I, I, I began weeping mm-hmm. and I started purging to him everything I had just purged to God. And this cleansing process continued. And uh, I started feeling better. And I said, you know, Don, I said, don't, don't send the cruiser. Can you just meet me at home? I, I was about an hour away from my house. I said, I'll just drive home. Mm. So I did. And, and Don was waiting on me, as was an ambulance. Um, a very worried wife who was soon to be my ex-wife, but she was very concerned. Uh, my son was freaking out. And um, they examined me. Uh, went to the doctor the next day, uh, a little therapy. Uh, but as I sat down with Don over coffee after that and looked at him and he looked at me and said, 
Why didn't you ever tell me these things before? Mm. Why would you let it get that far? Yeah. And I said, I was ashamed. Mm. I, I, you know, I was ashamed. I let my family down. I was ashamed. My wife told me she didn't feel safe with me anymore. What man wants to say something like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then, you know what he said to me? Mm. He looked right at me, brother. And he said, I'm having troubles with my marriage too, man. Mm-hmm. And then he said, you know what? I've gotten a few notes from the bank itself. I'm not as far along as being foreclosed on like you are, but I've had a few notes from the bank and you and I are experiencing the same stuff in life. And mm-hmm. why don't we ever talk? Mm-hmm. And, um, so that night before I, I discovered who Jesus truly was, was someone that had never left me, mm-hmm. that always loved me, that totally forgave me that totally justified me through his blood on the cross. I just didn't connect all the dots, man. And, and then with the phone call and the talk with my brother, the men thing came in and us men, we just don't, we don't go there. And um, so that was the, basically the seeds that were planted for our ministry today. Uh, And, um, and we're going pretty strong. And awesome. I, I think you've seen some of the things we've been doing. Yes, sir. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, that that's kind of how men passionate about Christ got started. Wow. Wow. Uh, I mean, well, I, I have a feeling, um, you know, it's so funny. You and I were talking, uh, I don't know, half hour ago, 45 minutes ago. Um, and, and we didn't even know what this was going to be. We were just going to click record and see what happened. And, uh, I'm sitting here <laughs> listening to your testimony, and um, I'm thinking that this is going to land with somebody that really needed to hear it today, you know, whoever that is. Um, and I don't know, right. who that is. God knows who yeah. that is, um, you know, but man, somebody needs to hear that story. That's a powerful story, and it's yeah. it's it's real. I mean, it's very raw, but I love that. You're you're so right. We we have this tendency to want to pull us, and look, there's books. I'm sure there's shelves and shelves of books written about this. But as men, we want to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. Um, you know, I'm from yeah. Cleveland. So I, you know, I have a tendency to get very Cleveland or as I call it, my 216, my dark side comes out when I get angry or, <laughs> or frustrated or yeah. you know, protective and those things. But sometimes that's not a good thing. You know, sometimes there's that vulnerability. And you and I were just on the phone, like I said, 45 minutes ago, half hour ago, and you were asking me right. some questions and hold me accountable to some things. And, and, um, we got to have it, man. We have to have it. And, uh, and so for you to start a ministry and, you know, you didn't just start a ministry. That's what's so powerful. I hope people just heard you didn't just start a ministry. You've lived the very person that you're appealing and working to protect and help in a men's ministry is someone just like yourself sitting in that truck. Is that fair to say? Uh, You know, it's very fair to say, I, you know, there's a little extra uh, that happened after that night. You know, I, you know, I know you're a sports guy, man. And, you know, three months later, it was a Friday night. And my son, my 17-year-old son, his name's Garrett, mm-hmm. um, you know, starting quarterback, uh, national TV game, lots of lights, state champion, or I'm not state championship, but state playoff implications, and tight, tight game going to the wire, and he happens – to have the worst thing ever happen to him in his life happen to him on this football field that night. 
Of course, the team lost. Last the last game he would ever play in high school. Um, I got to admit, I didn't really have a good club in the bag uh, for the shot that I needed to take to help my yeah. son right there. It was yeah. one of those deals, and he didn't come home. Mm. He didn't come home. About one in the morning, I saw the, the, the lights of the truck come in, right? And and I was sitting there on, on our big sectional, no TV on, just sitting there in the dark. And I was kind of weeping for him because I knew how, how hurt he was and the cruelty of the Internet. Uh, it, it, it just, you know, to see things written about your own kid, it, it just mm-hmm. heartbreaking. And, and he walked in and he couldn't even get past the threshold. As I saw the tears start flowing from his eyes and he just came up. And he collapsed in my arms on that couch. And he wept loudly. And I just held him, told, you know, and just said, I love you. And that's all. That's the only words I could say, because I just didn't know what to tell him at this moment. I couldn't tell him, hey, get over it. It's just the game. It was the right. biggest game of his life. Right. And that night, Aaron, and I know you have kids, but that night was I sat there and laid there and held my 17-year-old son. Mm-hmm. all night long woke mm-hmm. up with him the next morning that's the last time i've held my son <laughs> right was when yeah. he was 17 on that night well wow. as i was holding him that night aaron i thought back to that rest area in that truck when i heard the words who's gonna watch him play friday mm-hmm. you're gonna need to be there one night yeah and this was the night right and it wow. just electrified me to think that Mm-hmm. And um, I wish I could tell you the story ended happily with my wife, but she she left and went back to Texas. And, um, uh, you know, Garrett went away to play college football for a year, and then he ended up playing college baseball and, and did well. And he's very successful in the business world today. Yep. Um, and then um, it was about, like I said, the seeds were planted. And it was about three years later when I met this lady, this amazing lady that I'm married to now. And uh, we were just dating. And I got a phone call from one of my best friends, but it was his wife. And she looked at, she called me and said, Trey, I got bad news. And I said, what's up? And she said, Raul is no longer here. Mm. And I thought, what do you mean he's no longer here? Did he go on a plane and go to New York or what? And she goes, no, we, we found him dead this morning. He he slit his throat in the bathroom. Mm. And Aaron, I just talked to him yesterday, you know, the yeah. day before. And I said, Milda, what, what the heck? What, what are you right. talking about? And she said, well, you know, his, his depression finally got him. Mm. I said, depression? Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, yeah, you know, and, you know, his alcoholism. I said, well, I said, what? Alcoholism? I said, Man, I, every time we go out to dinner or to a function, you know, I have a, a wine with my steak. And he's always, Diet Coke, please. I have a mm-hmm. Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. I have a Diet Coke. He was a closet alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I had no clue. And then she said, and then it, when he got fired from his job, that was the last thing. And I said, I talked to him yesterday. And he said he just had an amazing opportunity to go find another job. And she goes, oh, no, no. He he got fired because he was driving the company car and he got pulled over and he was intoxicated. And I, why did not know that about one of my, what I consider great friends? Mm-hmm. I had no clue, man. Right. And that, that was where God told me to, all right, put down the pom-poms, 
time for you to get in the game. Mm. There, are men, there are men that need to hear some messages. There are men that need to get real with each other. And, um, and uh, that's how Impact started. You know, uh, it was about a year later after, my, after I got married to Donna. I told her what was going on. I asked for permission. And I said, I want to get about four guys in my living room. And I don't want a Bible study. The Bible's going to be huge, a huge part of what we do. But I just want four guys to look at each other and say, you know, we're not really not real about who we are. We're not real about who we are as Christian men. And we want to get that way. And um, so five years ago, four guys in my living room. And now it's turned into you and me five years later. And I'm sitting on a beach talking to you on a podcast. In Columbus, so, Ohio. Right? In Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. You know, man, that that's so amazing because – uh, there's so many things in there that I that I could unpack, and and uh, I again I don't know where this podcast goes. I, I'm not responsible for that. Um, what I'm responsible for is the inputs, and God controls the outcome. And Bring you know, yeah, um, you know, God's going to control the outcome of who clicks on listen or play or whatever it might be on whatever platform it might be on for this episode. And uh, I pray that those words are falling, not even softly. Because uh, for guys, we don't need to hear it softly. We need to hear it loud and we need to hear it real. Um, so, and, and look, man, I, I'll go ahead and testify and raise my hand and say, it's hitting me pretty hard what you're saying right now. Um, I'm the worst. <laughs> my wife will, will uh, tell you I'm the worst. Um, you know, we have a text string that you're a part of called the Band of Brothers. And, you know, it's a text string because that to me is still somewhat safe if I'm just being very honest on a podcast. Um, it's safe. You know, I'm not looking at you in the eye like we are right now. And, um, you know, I'm going to get on a plane and come down your way in two weeks, uh, for a conference that you are putting together. That's going to be difficult, man, because now we're going to be face to face and I can't hide behind my little keyboard on my phone anymore. Right. I mean, I think that's, (laughs) it's, you know, I, you know, that's not vulnerable. That's, that's somewhat real, but not real, you know, being face to face, shoulder to shoulder in the foxhole together, fighting this battle together. That's real. Um, and so, uh, let's talk about, talk about impact for a minute, but then I want to talk about all the things that you have going on because I want people to find places where they can find you. So talk about impact. Perfect, what, yeah. what, what do you guys do? Uh, what's the overall, and I, I think you've touched on a little bit, but why don't you go into impact a little bit? Um, you know, our, our main objective is to work with men in a very confidential, uh, non-judgmental, non-condemning atmosphere mm-hmm. where they can sh- excuse me <laughs> it's kind of trouble when you're sitting on the sand on the beach and the <laughs> sand shifts underneath you um first world problem man <laughs> i know right <laughs> no but we we started in the living room where men just began sharing things that were haunting them from their past that they were ashamed of whether it's adultery or pornography or their addiction or, you know, they beat their kid one night or whatever it is. Uh, but they, they had the opportunity to sit with us. You know, James, uh, you know, James writes, Jesus' own brother writes in James chapter five uh, about uh, confessing your sins to one another. So through prayer and then, you know, the Holy Spirit, there's a healing process that, that can begin. It's not about confessing to God. It's about confessing to brothers. And that's our cornerstone scripture. 
is for me to sit down with you, Aaron, and say, bring it, man. There's nothing you can say that's going to upset me. There's nothing you can say that's going to make me judge you. There's nothing you can say that's going to make me condemn you. But you need to get it out. And I might not have the right answer. But at least as you open your mouth, the brothers start feeling things just kind of falling off their shoulders, you know. So uh, we wanted to be that type of a, an organization and a ministry. And for four years, uh, we met in a local restaurant every morning at six, every Wednesday morning at 630. And then it just kept growing. We turned from four into six and eight and 12. And, and all of a sudden, those intimate conversations, we had, we're having too many people. So we created another day to meet. And then we created a virtual meeting. And then we, you know, let's go social media and then create a website. And now we're a not-for-profit. And, you know, we want to be a resource for men to understand the truth of the gospel. And just like Jesus told me that night, I've never left you in spite of all the crap I've done in my life. I've never left you. Mm. And we want to convey that message to men everywhere that your, your identity changes when you become a Christian. You, that, that Jesus's blood meant something. His resurrection meant something. It's the most historical two or three days in the history of our world. And so many men don't understand it and they just hide or they shrug it off or I don't want to get in a men's group. I could care less about that. I just want to show up at church for 30 minutes on Sunday and hear a message from the pulpit. We want to be that resource for guys to come out, come clean if it's on their hearts and just have an ear. And um, so we, we created a, our, our brand new page opened up last weekend. I'm so excited about it because we have a what we call the Impact Brotherhood support page. And we're reaching out to men all over the world saying, what's your struggle? What's the thorn in your side? And you can go down the list. Whatever it is. You know what? We've got a group of 15 to 20 men that have struggled with what you struggled with. Shoot us an email. We want to start. We want to start a correspondence with you right now. Mm. and um, that website went live last Saturday, and you wouldn't believe the emails I've already received from men wow. just saying, hey, I cheated on my wife, or I went back to the bottle, or I just needed someone to hear me say it, mm. and um, it's been a powerful tool, man, and that's what brought me and Gary together, our, mm -hmm. you know, our, our, our friend Gary Miracle, um, you know, Gary, after he got healthy, he went to my pastor and just told him, I want to get involved with men. And my pastor says, you and Trey got to get together. And so Gary and I become instant friends, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. because that's it. That's a lot of his message, too. You know, so we just want to be that resource, Aaron. And, and for anybody that's listening on this podcast or people, you know, we want to we want to be that resource for men. It ain't about us being promise keepers or being macho or being better men. It's it's about Jesus mm. and how we get past it, leaning on him instead of filling ourselves up with all the worldly junk. Yeah. You know, so. Well, what's the uh, what's the resource for that? So what's the website? Um, go, uh, go to impactministries.org. Now, impact is spelled with an M. Impact is uh, is an acronym in a. 
I saw you there sporting the shirt the other day. But Absolutely, no doubt. The, uh, the the acronym is for Men Passionate About Christ. Okay. Uh, so it's mpactministries.org. You can access our brother's revelations in Christ. You can access uh, daily messages, some of my thoughts. Um, we have both of our podcasts that are on there. You can listen to every episode. Um, we have the brotherhood support page that guys can go to just click on, on the email and we will put you in touch with the man that has struggled with whatever you're going through. Um, we have, uh, uh, we have, you know, we have, we have some merchandise to sell for fundraising to keep the operations going for the, for the ministry. Uh, we always love for people to partner with us donation wise for monthly giving. Uh, we are a non-for-profit 501c3s and, I left a very high paying job. God called me last December. I left my job in corporate America to do this for a living mm-hmm. and, and uh, spread this word of hope to men. And um, so that's the main place I'd go. Uh, the other place is our Facebook page continues to grow. We don't have a gazillion followers like you do yet, but we're getting <laughs> up there. I have like five. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we have a we have a Facebook page for the ministry. It's called Impact Men Passionate About Christ. I think the 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 tag for it is Impact for Men. F O R Impact for Men. Um, we also have a page newly created that doesn't have many followers yet for both of our podcasts, and then of course the Instagram pack presence as well. So we're just trying to keep content up. We want men to ask questions. We want men to look and say, you know, I never really heard that before. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you mean that the Bible says I am truly forgiven? I, I sit at home at night and I pray and worry and everything else. If God's even listening to me and you're telling me that the blood was that powerful, that 2000 years after Jesus died, I'm forgiven for the sin I commit today. And, I look at him and say, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he says past, present, and future. And guess what? 2,000 years ago, Aaron Conrad was in the future. Mm-hmm. And every sin Aaron Conrad uh, commits or Trey Etheridge commits was in the future. So we need to rest in what that truth is. Mm. So um, we really dive deep on those kind of things. Well, the same, the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives in every one of us. And we forget that sometimes. Um, we We minimize it. We, we don't realize that, uh, as our friends at mercy me say, you know, you're driving 35 with a rocket inside. Uh, I didn't uh, understand yeah. that lyric. And so I asked our friend Gary, like, what does that mean? Like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. And he explained it when he explained it, it was like this, uh, aha moment. Like you're right, man, we have, we're driving 35 through life. We're in the school zone at 20 and we got uh, a rocket no. inside and, and, uh, we yeah. have so much more potential than we realize. And, and we can't tap into that potential until we get real. Uh, with one another and start sharing with one another. Otherwise it, we get buried, we're going to get buried by our own junk, man. We're right. going to do it. You know, I know you're going this weekend to see, or next weekend to see mercy me. Are you yes, sir. the next yes, sir. weekend? Yeah. You know, we went last week and, you know, when Bart during a set change, Bart, he, he brought the gospel beautifully for 15 minutes and he mentioned Romans eight eleven, And that's my money verse. I've got a big money sign next to it in my Bible. Mm. Because uh, it, I'm coming up on my three-year anniversary 
of having to have emergency open heart surgery. Wow. And, um, you know, they, I woke up the next day and as I was coming off the drugs and stuff, my wife looked at me and said, well, you must really like Romans 8, 11. And I said, well, yeah, why? She goes, because you told every doctor, you told every nurse, you told every lab technician, you told everyone that's walked in here, you've looked at them all and said, do you realize if you believe in Jesus, that the very spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in you? Absolutely. And if you believe that, can you imagine walking around that way every day instead of walking around going, oh, man, I wonder if I'm good enough or, oh, man, right. I wonder if he forgave me of that. Mm. So um, that was uh, my testimony from my uh, quad, my triple bypass like I wow. said, three years ago, December. Wow. So, well, man, you have a story and I think you've got a lot more story and always can come back because I think we have a lot more to share. You and I are just getting started. Gary, you and I are just getting started. Gary, Trey, uh, <laughs> Garrett and I are all just getting started. I think God's putting together something pretty special. We don't even know what that looks like yet, but he does. And uh, right. what I can't, you know, I know for sure you just mentioned it. So in two weeks, I'm going to be down your way. Uh, so let's yep. talk about the conference. What's going on with that? Because I know we got a deadline coming up, yep. depending on when people hear this. Uh, what is the deadline? Yeah. Date? Well, it's it's going to be a great event. We, uh, we had a conference plan for last year. And of course, COVID kind of knocked it out. The year before, we had an amazing one. We had a gentleman named Nate Larkin that came out of Nashville, and I love Nate. Um, and he, it, it was uh, a, a little bit different format, but just so powerful. We had men that came out that looked at me and said, Trey, I have never prayed over another man in my entire life, and I'm 60 years old. Why haven't I ever done that? Why haven't I ever put my shoulder around a man and say, let's pray right now to Jesus Christ, you know? Mm. Um, and uh, so with our ministry and the church that I go to, and they, they're just so gracious. They, they let me use the facility to promote my ministry. Um, we have quarterly breakfast and they're always powerful. We have a couple of hours in the morning for breakfast, but this event called grace for man is going to be focusing on exactly what you and I talked about is, what does grace do in our lives? How does it affect us as men? And there's no one better at explaining that than my friend John Lynch. Mm -hmm. And he's, he, I called him several months back and he says, oh man, that's going to be special night. And mm -hmm. um, so John's coming in. He's, he's going to be our, <clears throat> excuse me, our keynote guy, right? Um, I'm going to be the host and keep the things flowing. And I've got a small message, but, you know, I'm not taking anything away from John Lynch because his nuggets are far superior than mine. Yeah. And we're and uh, Gary is going to be speaking on Saturday. We have got a special panel of people that are going to be addressing the men that are there. And that special panel are three of there's going to be a daughter and two or three wives that are going to be looking at the men and explaining the importance of us knowing who we are in Christ for the benefit of the marriage or wow. being the parent or, wow. you know, the household or the spiritual leader type thing. And um, we're going to have praise and worship. And we're going to have some fun and humor. Um, but and we're going to have some breakouts where the men can get together in a small group and look each other in the eye and just say, 
you know, if you've read The Cure, you know, what room am I in right now? Am I in the room of good intentions or am I in the room of grace? And, uh, you know, where am I in my journey? And uh, John calls it, he thinks it's going to be stunning. And uh, that, that word's that word's pretty powerful. I, I don't use that word much unless I see my wife in a beautiful dress. I say, right. it's stunning tonight, right? Right, right. Um, and, uh, and Gary's message is not... Gary's message is going to be really powerful because there's so much happening in his life that he's going to share other than surviving what he had to survive. And I'm really looking forward to him uh, talking about that. So uh, the tickets are, you can go to the website. It's called church. It's at the church of Vieira in Melbourne, Florida. Uh, you can fly into Orlando. You can fly into Melbourne directly, direct flight from Atlanta or Charlotte. Um, we're going to start at 6 o'clock on Friday night. Like I said, some praise and worship, some brotherhood, some food. Um, it's a $35 early registration fee. And that early registration period ends Halloween night. So next Monday it goes up, and it's only 50 bucks then, but – it's still a benefit for anyone who wants to come to go ahead and get up there and register. Um, and I can give you that site to put on your, you know, on the verbiage for the podcast, Aaron. Sure. Uh, but it's, it's churchofviera.com backslash events. And you can just scroll down to you see the men's conference. You don't have to scroll far. You can also see the information on the front page of my website with the registration information there. And if you check out the impact Facebook page or Instagram account, it's all over. It so is all there, over. <laughs> there, there, there are ways to uh, uh, a welcome message from John and from Gary. And then I, I tried to keep up with them, but they lapped me. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, right. but I would love for all of your friends. Um, I can't talk to you without doing this, by the way. <laughs> So <laughs> for those on audio, he just put on a Carolina all, hat. So <laughs> all, all of you, all you Tar Heels, because I want to talk about that. I want to talk about this tap as well and what we're doing. But for the yeah. for the men's conference, um, registrations going through the roof right now. We got guys coming from all over the country, and man, I I just can't wait. I know there's going to be one man there that walks away with the revelation of Christ in his life. And if it's just one man, we've done it's our worth job. Worth it all. Absolutely. You know, worth it so, all. Yep. So let's talk about the Carolina hat because you did mention it. And so I'll, I'll have all the links that you just talked about. So that's important. And you only know I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm getting on a plane. I'm going. Uh, I can't wait to be there. And I'm, I'm looking I'm looking to go down there, not to just sit around and, and be with guys. I'm looking down there to go change, to get change. Uh, to yes. be challenged, you know, and I, I, I know I'm going to come back different and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, buddy. I, I think you're going to love it. I can't wait to see you. And, and um, we're going to, by the way, I, I've got plans for you. You and I are going to be taking a walk <laughs> on this beach right behind me. Okay. So uh, you, you can tell all your Columbus people, I'm taking a swimsuit with me. Oh, dude, you do not want to see me in a swimsuit. All right. All right. Let's talk. We'll, we'll keep Let's the talk shirt. Let's we'll keep, keep the shirt. Let's talk to our heels. <laughs> I love it. This is why I love your podcast so much. Because it's just, you know. It is what I it mean, is. You, you know, I watched the Carrie Job one the other day. Okay, I'm sitting here. I know Carrie Job was on there blowing me away, you know. So, you guys, you know, I'm sitting here just Joe Schmo, but we're going to make a difference somehow. 
No, dude, every guest is special. So, and every guest has a story and every one of us has a story and every story is important. Um, Regardless of what, you know, what your platform is or who you are. I mean, every story is important and every one of them lands somewhere where it needs to land. And I guarantee you, again, this one has landed somewhere today that needed to be. So um, don't, don't minimize the impact of, uh, of this interview. I won't. And I know God doesn't. You know, no way. And and your life, man, that that's look, it don't impact, don't, don't minimize it. It's huge. Um, You know, and God love Carrie Joe. I mean, we all do, but don't minimize the impact. I told you the story about that concert I saw for right um, at the uh, House of Blues uh, down at Disney. You know, I, I we I walked in. It was my birthday. I'll never forget it. And um, all the bartenders are just sitting there like this because there ain't nobody buying drinks. I, I saw a couple of beers out there, and at the end of the night, she stopped before her last song and she looked at the crowd of House of Blues. There might have been. 2,500, 3,000 people there. She looked at the crowd and said, guys, I'm going to challenge you out of just through the love of Jesus. When you walk out, you see those tip jars in front of those bartenders? I want those tip jars full. I want them tipped more Mm. than any other concert that's ever come in here, the secular concerts or whatever. Mm. So would y'all mind doing that for me? And dude, when I walked out, those 10 or 12 tip jars on that bar were overflowing. That's it, awesome. People were going and buying a Coke, using their credit card and giving a $20 tip for a Coke. I mean, it yeah. was too cool. That's I too love cool. that lady. Yeah. I love her. So Yeah. She, well, you know, like I said in that episode, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Not to promote my own podcast, but, uh, you know, Carrie, Carrie Job's music, Walk My Mom Home. And, um, yeah. you know, I'll never forget that. She was, a, you know, uh, my mom entered eternity and the rest of her life with her king to carry carry job's music and words and um right. that's just something you can't you know i don't right. even know i don't know how you say thank you for something like that but uh all right know. so uh we've covered the conference two podcasts quickly two podcasts you've got what, yes. what are those uh we uh started a podcast this year we have about 14 episodes 12 or 14 episodes it's called Grace for Man. Mm-hmm. And since I started the ministry, I, I am an artic- I take a lot of notes on men's stories so I don't forget them. Mm-hmm. And so the Grace for Man podcast, they're me telling the stories of the men in a confidential way. Mm-hmm. So um, you can go and click on any. Uh, if you want to start with one of the podcasts, go to Unconditional Forgiveness. Okay. It will it will blow your mind. You can go to my pod my my testimony, but that's boring. Uh, but this, go to unconditional forgiveness, uh, grace for man. It's on all the it's on the website, but it's on all the major channels. Uh, I I use Spotify because it's on my phone. I've always had Spotify, so I use it. Awesome. And then we got an idea, and I, I think you're gonna <laughs> like this one. I love this of, one. <laughs> yeah, we we got this idea. And you're gonna meet you're gonna meet all these guys when you come down in a couple of weeks, and they're fired up about meeting you. <laughs> we uh we work we have we have four pillars of charitable giving for our ministry that we physically serve and we financially support. Uh, and one of them is the homeless. It's a rescue mission for men here in Melbourne, Florida. And part of our giving there, you know, we give, but but part of our service there is we have a mentoring group. Every Tuesday night, and these guys are 
out of prison. They're drug addicts, made some bad decisions. They come from all walks of life, but they're, they're at this place. There's 52 beds here. And um, I go down there with these two guys named Jeremy Sheffy and Michael Thomas. And we also have Tim Shalhorn and a couple of other guys go down. And every time after we get through with these sessions, Aaron, we got about a 30-minute drive home. And the conversations between me and Michael and Jeremy, they are out of this world mm -hmm. about, I don't understand how he can't get past these legalistic thoughts. How can we crack? How can we crack this nut that he keeps blaming God for everything? How, you know, we have these really deep conversations. And Jeremy, who you can't miss, I called Jeremy my bodyguard. He, 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 was, all, he was all conference at West Virginia, played for the San Diego Chargers for a little while. Um, Jeremy just called me one day and said, man, these conversations we have when we're driving home, we should record those because those yeah. are – and I said, huh. So the next week, we have our session, and I, I, I take my backpack, and they don't know it, but my podcast recorder is in my backpack. And I, I purposely sit in the back of Jeremy's trunk. And sure enough, on the way home, man, we start lighting it up. And it's unfiltered. It's just guys talking. We might say we're pissed off about something or whatever. And I set the microphone up in between the two of us, all three of us, and we talked. And then the next day I sent it to him and I said, this is what we need to do. Three or four guys sitting around a bar, sitting around a campfire, sitting around a pool, whatever, just having an unfiltered talk about men, men's issues in Jesus. And uh, Jeremy said, let's call it the Custom Christians. So that's the name of our podcast, The Cussing Christians. That's right. And not too many people have been hung up on that yet. Um, and I, I try to explain it ain't about the, the title. It's just about the content. And we've had a few, we've had four episodes and each one we get a little better. You know how it goes. When you first start, it sucks right. a little bit and then right. it gets better and better and better. <laughs> so we're having fun with it. So that's uh, that's the two podcasts, Grace for Man and the Custom Christian. And you can find those on all the platforms, right? All the platforms, or you go to that website I told you earlier, and yep. everything's on the website. So, yep. yeah. All right, so let's circle back because we, we didn't cover it. Uh, you're wearing the Carolina hat, which just my heart, what? I mean, it's just, it's so full. <laughs> hey, is, is this better? Is this better or is this better? Oh, man. Is it Tar Heels? They're which both way, pretty which good. Way, which way you want me to go? They're both pretty good. Either way, you're comfortable. I, I love the logo and I love the color. Uh, yeah, I'd love me some Tar Heels. So let's talk Garrett, Garrett Walston because uh, that was yes. that was our original connecting point and Gary. Yeah. But, um, you know, really, and, and what what uh, you all are doing something for Garrett, and I'm trying to just keep up and, and do the same. But uh, let's talk about Garrett Walston for a minute, what he's doing this year and why he's doing it. Um, you know, you know, I told you the rescue mission was our first pillar of charitable support. Our second pillar is Alzheimer's. Our third pillar is anti-porn and, and anti-sex trafficking. And our fourth pillar, because of the suicide theme, is suicide awareness, depression awareness, and suicide prevention. Mm -hmm. So my son 
called me out of the blue and my son's name is Garrett. Right. And you, you talked to Garrett, you talked to my son. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. And uh, Garrett works with a sports agency called uh, loyalty above all. Mm-hmm. And um, they represent Garrett Walston because the, the, the college athletes, can, the, the NIL agreement where they can make money on their name, image, or, or likeness. Mm-hmm. And um, my son called me one day out of the blue, and, and, and my son, Garrett, is very involved in our ministry. And he said, hey, Dad, I think we can do something pretty cool here. You remember, you know, my, my sister-in-law's nephew – this is my so that's my brother's wife's nephew. Uh, he uh, committed suicide in uh, February. He killed himself in February. His name was Riley Estes, and uh, total shocker. No one knew his, the length of his the death of his depression, and um, he he ate dinner with his parents one night, and the next night the next day he was gone. Mm. And Riley uh, is. The Estes family are, they have their extended family, and that's the Walston family. And mm-hmm. Garrett Walston, the tight end number 84 for the Tar Heels, you know, it devastated him that he lost basically a brother. Right. And so he decided, and, you know, as my son told me, my son Garrett said, you know, he's, he's dedicating his whole season to raise money and generate awareness for depression awareness, suicide, and suicide prevention. And he said, how can impact get involved? How can men passionate about Christ get involved? And I said, you don't even have to ask. It's done. We're going we're gonna to find a way. So Garrett reached out to Garrett Walston, who had already gone to Coach Jones and got permission to dedicate the season and got the permission to uh, put the initials on the back of his helmet. And um, we went full born in. We just says, we're in, man. We want to help. And so every pass that he catches and every touchdown that he catches, for every pass he catches, we're making a donation to the Rilo Foundation, which is for suicide prevention and awareness in honor of Riley Estes. And then for every touchdown pass that Garrett catches, we're going to double that donation. Awesome. So that's what we're doing, and every week we put up a goofy video for that week's <laughs> opponent. And you you helped me out with the Duke thing and Been brought your brother in yeah. from Duke. That's and, right. And um, so at the end of the at the end of the season, when bowl season's over, I'm hoping just to fly up to Wilmington and um, and get with Brian and Gretchen, the parents of Riley, who I've I've really gotten closer to now. I never really knew them. I saw them at my my brother's wedding and something else, and so. Um, get to know them more and, and try to make our donation from impact ministries to, to help that out because dude, our youth are so isolated today and mm-hmm. it, the, the suicide rate for our youth is skyrocketing mm-hmm. and um, anything we can do to generate awareness to help with this would be great. Yeah. Well, and I think it brings it full circle because it talks about all the things that you've talked about. Um, one, your story, uh, you know, and, and, and where you were with suicide. Uh, one, or two, your son and the, the impact now that you have with the relationship with him. Uh, three, the impact of the ministry that you've now, and I'm not using that word, <laughs> no, no, no pun intended, but, but you're using now, you know, the impact you're making because of the ministry impact uh, that that's having. And then, 
you know, the isolation that our kids now feel because of, you know, and we're not here to talk politics, but the, you know, the shutdown and being isolated from their friends and what COVID did to them from a, just an isolation standpoint is going to have long lasting effects far beyond this stupid virus. Um, Crazy. Yes. You know, uh, you've got, uh, so anyway, man, this has been awesome. You're awesome. Uh, I'm so blessed, honestly. Uh, I was blessed to meet Gary Miracle. That's just the guy replied to an email. And, uh, and here we are. And yet here we are. And now you're, you know, you and I are now on and, and Garrett Walston and your son. And uh, man, I'm, I, I get to come down and hear John Lynch and meet, you know, guys from uh, they're going to attend the conference. And I hope there's people getting on a plane and coming down and joining both of us for that thing. Yeah, I, I do too. You know, uh, we're expecting a, a pretty big crowd. Um, you know, men are the world's worst about signing up for things in a timely manner. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You need to send so, it to their wives. <laughs> but yeah. And, and you know what? We, we, I actually sent an email to the wives of our church. Right. And I, and, and I, and, and it went through the lady, it went through the women's ministry uh, leader. And it just said, ladies, give your man a nudge. He needs mm-hmm. to be here. Right. We need to be slapped around a little bit to get off you know get off the pot and get going you know and and uh so we did that but for registration purposes like i said we're two weeks from tomorrow from when it started and we're already more than double where we normally are at this time leading up to an event so church (laughs) so we you know we're you know i'm expecting two to three hundred men show up and that'll be but like i said earlier if just one walks away with a revelation, 100%. it might be you, brother. It might be, might be. you know, it might hey, be somebody else. But just one man walk away, I'll be happy. Because that's well, our theme with impact is one man at a time. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I approach everything now. Well, I can tell you already I'm impacted. I haven't even been down there yet. So um, I can only imagine what's going to happen when we get down there to court our friends for mercy me. But, uh, man, I, I love you, brother. I appreciate you. I love that, yeah, that buddy. you got a, a real – uh, waves crashing in the background. It's not a green screen, man. That's a, a another unscripted first. <laughs> has anyone photobombed us, or has anyone come up and photobombed me? I haven't been able to see. Uh, Trust me, I've been, a, I've been a little worried about the ones walking on the beach behind you. But no, it's been it's been yeah. rather, relative. And I, but I've, here's the thing: I've been so locked in and listening to you, I haven't paid a ton of attention. But I am okay. a, I am OCD, so when things walk by behind in the back, I am easily distracted. And and uh, no, I yeah. there's been a few birds, but uh, a few yeah. people walk. So that's beautiful. I, it's awesome. I, I like I like your background because at my house, my background will be drapes, and it just <laughs> it's boring. Yeah. So at least that you know now I can do this and like point down, and you can see it's live. So we're we're, we're live and we're, we're rocking. So you are. Well, it's awesome. All right, man. I'm gonna see you in a few weeks, and uh, I can't I'm wait. Gonna, I'm gonna I get this wait. posted, and uh, we're gonna do this again. We're gonna do this a lot. Uh, got a lot more to talk about. Bro. We do. We have a yeah. lot more to talk about, and we have a lot to cover, and we have a lot to do in the future. So I'm I'm thankful for you and your friendship, and I know this is gonna land somewhere today where somebody really needed to hear it. And I appreciate everything you're doing. Right. Yep. And, uh, and if anyone is on that website and they hear something today that strikes them or they have a question about, just go to our website. The first thing I would ask you to do is sign up for our newsletter. We don't inundate you. Nope. We'll send you a monthly newsletter and that's it. Yep. And the second thing is hit the email button and I, I get it personally and um, I would love to hear from you. So, yeah, please reach out. Uh, don't let's not do this alone. Uh, Get on a plane, come meet us at the men's conference. If you're not able to do that, get signed up for the newsletter. And, you know, if you feel something, reach out to email. Let's not do this alone, guys.
Can we do one thing for fun? Just for uh, just on the count of three, we can uh, give the slogan for the Rilo Foundation. You remember it? Uh, I do. I do. Uh, okay. So on what, count you of mean three, what Rilo stands for? No, I want to say their 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 calling card. Uh, about fly high. Oh yeah, no. You I'll, I'll count of three. Yeah, okay. You can do it. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. On the count of three, you and me, it's fly high, Rilo. Oh, I want to, okay, I want I Brian you. to hear us. Okay. All right. On yes, the sir. count of three. Fly high, Rilo. So, <laughs> you didn't count to three. Do it again. Uh, count of three. Wait, 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 right. wait. Hang, hang on, because look behind you. So <laughs> just look behind you real quick. When you just ask if you got photo bond that. <laughs> so <laughs> if we're going to do this, let's do it right. Because if that shows hey, up. God, on- had, God has a sense of humor, bro. I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> y'all, uh, y'all gotta watch uh, the video. All right, wait. Let, well, let's do it. Let's do it for the gram. You counted down, so you're the host. <laughs> right. We'll do it for the gram, but that was definitely not for the gram. All right, ready? <laughs> Three, <laughs> two, one. Fly, fly high, Rilo. Rilo. <laughs> There you go, man. And hey, real quick, you know what Rilo stands for is reasons I live on, and that's what I thought you were right. talking about. With reasons yeah. I live on, and man, we all have reasons to live on. So, thank you for living yeah. on, brother. I love you, and uh, yeah, I can't man. Wait to see you in a few weeks. Look, counting down the days, man. We're gonna have a great time. All right, to all your listeners, thank you for listening to me. Yes, sir. Uh, anytime, right, you're buddy. always welcome. Talk to you. See you. See Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Unscripted Podcast with your host, Aaron Conrad, from his studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard. Make sure to like, share, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platforms. Also, make sure to check out my song, Great and Mighty One, on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your music. We'll see you next time on Unscripted with Aaron Conrad.